Hello and welcome to the third episode of the Overy Podcast. I'm so excited to have Life of Cosplay with me here today, aka Sarah. Welcome. They call me Sarah. They call. I mean, I'm thank you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, it's so nice to have you. Uh, you have you you seem to be full of positivity and and bubbly, and you're a creative streamer, a painter, and a cosplayer. And right now, you're you you're, you usually you live in the U.S., but right now you're in the in Turkey. So I want yeah. to know that that's something I want to know more about as well. Uh, you're you are 29 years old, the same age as me, and yeah. you <laughs> you're staying in Turkey for the summer. You're gonna tell us more about that soon. But you're staying in Turkey for the summer. Are you going back to the U.S. in fall? Oh, well, I can't tell you exactly when I'm going back. That's actually oh. sensitive information because Ooh. I'm in the military. Um, so I'm wow. stationed here for about a year. And then, you know, that's, they, they call it operational security or OPSEC. So I can't tell you exactly when I'm leaving, but I am going back stateside to the East Coast. Um, summer, fall-ish. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just stationed here for a year in Turkey, unable to leave the base. So I paint! What? <laughs> such a great way to spend your time. So are we compromising your safety by doing this podcast? No, no. no. Am I compromising Otherwise... my own safety by doing this podcast? Maybe. Oh, that's what, okay, that's what <laughs> I was afraid of. But you know what? It, I think it's worth it. To have such a, a cool guest on the show, it's going to be worth it. Um, I feel like, did I miss something in your presentation? I feel like I did. Maybe. Do you want to add something? Uh, I will be 30 in August, so if you want to start planning those birthday presents, I'm going to hit the big 3-0, that's all. <laughs> that's all that's, I got. That's amazing. <laughs> you heard it here. You have to go and celebrate and get those gifts. Start buying those gifts. That's awesome. <laughs> I'd feel really bad if you did, so don't do that. <laughs> we'll donate. Well, Massive you're a little older donations. than me, aren't you? I'm turning 30 in one month. So exactly. congratulations. We're like one month apart. We're are, we're basically the same person. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> same person, different looks. Just yeah, a little bit yeah. different. <laughs> Just a little different. <laughs> I always wish I had like long hair. What's it like to have long hair? No, let's not talk about hot. that. Hot. It is hot. It's hot. How? Yeah, yeah, Turkey is really hot. Oh my gosh. Okay. So where do we yeah. start with this podcast and like talking about streaming, talking about video games, talking about you as a person, like you have, you have a, a whole life uh, be behind you and a whole life in front of you. I went to and a whole life of cosplay, a whole life of cosplay. <laughs> Boom. Nailed it. So like, where do we start? Like they, I, I feel like I feel like maybe start with your stream and what you're doing on your stream right now. Give the viewers and listeners some an idea of like what it is you do on your streams specifically. Well, it all started when a mommy and a daddy loved each other very much. No, I'm just kidding. So um, I, it all, I started my stream about two years ago, but not very seriously. It, it started because I was cosplaying at like the smallest convention in Philadelphia I've ever seen. It was literally in a church. It was really small. And um, I just stopped by this one booth. They were playing Dr. Mario. And I sat there cosplaying as Anna from Frozen and playing Dr. Mario and like laughing in glee and trash talking everybody, but also staying in character as Anna. And I'm like, oops, did I win? <laughs> um, 
And the guy's like, you're really entertaining when you play this game. You should try Twitch. I'd never heard of Twitch before. And I was like, all right. So I had a Twitch senpai, sem senpai, holy crap. I just said senpai. Um, I had a Twitch senpai for a while and he taught me the ropes and I got really frustrated. I'm like, I don't know, I don't get Twitch, ah, electronics. Eventually I got the hang of it though. Um, wasn't too serious stateside or back in the US just because, I don't know, I had a lot of other hobbies and I don't like being frustrated about things, but I got here in Turkey. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can't cosplay here. What am I gonna do? So uh, I started painting mostly because the internet connectivity here can't handle gaming that much. Um, so yeah, a lot of the games that I would play stateside I can't do here while mm. streaming. Um, so I teach a, a class here, an art class, and wow. I'm given like the canvas for free to paint. And then I go Sunday to teach the class and I paint it all over again. So I have a lot of duplicates of the same thing. Wow. Um, but while I'm planning my artwork, I just, I do it here on stream and then I, yeah. So it's, my volunteering also co coincides with my hobby. Is it uh, children yeah. or grown-ups in the... Oh, um, so painting. I love kids. I really love kids, but there's no families allowed on this base. Oh. So it's only a lot of other adults. Oh, they have to come into the base for the painting class. No, no, it's all military members. We're stuck on this base. We can't leave oh, it. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. of course. Yeah, so it's a lot of Americans, and I just teach them. It's a lot of dudes here too, actually. <laughs> it's a lot of guys. You so are like, yeah. There was like a, doc a documentary coming out, like uh, women in service. Uh, I don't know if it was on Netflix, maybe or something. Oh. Uh, it's about like the I guess a lot of the maybe the darker sides of being a, a girl or a woman in the military, yeah. and like you don't get. A, you don't get the same treatment in the military or after the military sometimes uh, how much like it's valued in this in the eyes of society i don't know if that's the right good discussion we, no, we, no, do you want to talk about being a, a like a, a woman in the military or because this is well, really interesting i've never had an issue being a woman i i don't know i never i never really had that mentality that i'm a victim of so if something sucks that i just move on and i hum it if that makes sense so I've never really noticed being treated differently just for being a woman, but that might be because in my whole life, I've never noticed this, if I was bullied in high school or school at all. I've never, I don't really, <laughs> I don't know. I just have a forget and forgive attitude. Um, but no, I, I don't think anyone's ever told me I can't do something because I'm a woman or in the military. I have the same job as everyone else. We get paid the exact same promotion rate is the exact same. So I think it's a really good opportunity being here. It's, in the military, not in uh, Turkey. Right. No, that sounds that sounds sounds right. It sounds good. Um, and then you're like to pass time, you paint, and then you do that for the live stream. So those are the same paintings that you bring to the painting workshop or uh, the painting lesson, and then you show the people at the workshop. Like you, you draw, you paint it all over again and show them how to do it. And is yeah. there like a, a the same? people show up or they like signed up for this class or is it like just the, the people come and go and whoever wants to join joins well with this space it's a you're only here for a year it's a one-year tour so there are a lot of people who come and go but i see a lot of the same people mostly because a lot of times the classes are advertised as free so i'm like all right i don't know i volunteer here as a, a tutor for or as a art instructor 
I don't know. <laughs> sometimes it costs $15, sometimes it's free. $15 is ridiculously cheap for like one of these painting classes. Actually, these two paintings in the background, I did when I was a student here. So, so for, those, uh, <laughs> for those, for the viewers or listeners who can't see the live stream that we have going on right now, can you describe the paintings that you have in the background? Uh, kuna Matata. It means no worries. <laughs> that's one of them. One, one is like this African savanna. So that's, that's when I was going to the class for, and then afterwards I realized, hey, this is very much Lion King. So I drew my own Simone, uh, Timon and Pumbaa and Simba in there. And then we have, this is the very first painting I ever painted ever when I came here, like the first month I got here. And there's this crescent moon. I'm like, I'm going to draw Sailor Moon jumping over this lake because nice. Sailor Moon. <laughs> so your paintings are like, they are fantasy inspired and video game inspired and, and animated movie inspired. It's mostly most Google inspired. Google inspired. <laughs> but so how do you pick a motif? Like what, what's your process? Um, I Just go Google. online and I look for those uh, drink, drinking with a twist or painting with a twist or drink and draw or whatever. All those <laughs> things that I just look at them and I copy them. And this is the one I copied from online yesterday. Look, I'm a volunteer. I don't get paid for so this. So okay? right now, Sarah is holding <laughs> up a painting. It's got a nice, like night sky stars twinkling in the sky. And there's like a crimson sunset or a sunrise. And then there are like big, dark, shadowy cactuses in the foreground. And uh, Sarah is touching the painting <laughs> in a very romantic way. Oh, is that? Oh, <laughs> no, I mean, in trying a... to be creepy. <laughs> Oh, creepy way. I mean, that works too. I'll take that. Some people think creepy is romantic. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, happy Valentine's Day. I got you three dead rats. Oh, that's romance for me. <laughs> okay. So, so this is, these are your streams. That's your streams, uh, the painting right now. And before before that, you used to do gaming. Did you? But and also do a lot of cosplay during your streams, or? Well, sometimes I still do a cosplay stream, and it's where I, I mostly get ready for cosplay. So, um, like I, I usually wear the outfit already, and then I put the makeup on, which takes forever. Look, anytime I'm streaming, it's gonna take me a lot longer. And my chat, they're they're in chat right now, and they can tell you, like a painting that should take me an hour will take me three hours, just because I turn around and I chat. And then I just get so distracted talking, kind of like I am with you. And the same goes for makeup. Like if I plan on doing, for instance, I did my makeup today in like 10, 15 minutes, it would probably take me over an hour to do. <laughs> that reminds me of when I'm uh, trying to have a chill breakfast stream, eating a cereal, like bowl of cereal and fruits and stuff. And I bring it to the stream to, you know, have a nice like streaming and re relaxing and eating breakfast. It takes me like one hour, two hours to finish. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah something similar there and also the, like sarah is now drinking water from a big bottle and no. i also bring i also bring a big bottle of water to my streams i got a two liters what do you use hey, uh 1.5 liter and you drink one of those every stream every stream stay hydrated kids <laughs> i guess like especially is it like hot inside as well because turkey is hot generally in general right and oh you know i got that air conditioning <laughs> oh yeah well that's good good for you 
and the military pays for it so i don't have to like worry about it being too cold all the time but i don't i don't like to waste things i turn off all the lights and i turn off the ac but i'm just saying i could with great power and great ac comes great responsibility okay it's, good. I, it's nice to hear that you take the responsibility to like, make sure that you're not wasting energy or like, yeah, stuff like that. I mean, I guess I'm not an American because I'm not wasteful. <laughs> Ooh, uh, stereotypes. Ooh. <laughs> America. Sorry, I'm America. <clears throat> I also don't eat a lot of bacon, so I'm not an American. I tell people that and Americans are like, yeah, no, you can get out. <laughs> what? Wait, explain that to me. Americans don't. love meat, especially bacon. So if you don't like bacon, you're not an American. Oh yeah, okay, <laughs> that makes sense. But okay, so <laughs> we got to know a little bit more about like uh, your streams and where you are uh, right now. So what will how will it how will your streams change when you go back to the states? Well, military shipping takes two to three months, so. <laughs> One thing will be, I will not be live for like three months. And after that, oh. um, I got to find out a new schedule. I, I will hopefully be a little more busy in my personal life because I can leave and do things. I really like volunteering with kids. So when I do cosplay, a lot of times I go to hospitals um, and I dress up as either a superhero or a princess like Wonder Woman and Anna, um, stuff like that. And I'll go visit sick kids. So that's that's something I'm really passionate about. Also youth ministry. I just I love teaching and I love kids. Wow. Those are like my two biggest passions. So if I could combine that with cosplay, it's just it's a great day. Um, but I, I really do like the stream theme, and I will get a schedule when I get back and be more regular than I was when I was in the states. Do you will you consider or do you already consider streaming as your job? <laughs> if it was a job, I would be paid such minimum wage. If you think about it, though, being a streamer is like, unless you put in the time and your goal is to be a full time streamer and you put all of your free time into streaming, it's it's not going to pay out dividends just because the amount of donations you get based off the amount of time you put in is just not comparable at all. Like if you <laughs> if I put in like, oh, OK, I got maybe $20 worth of bits or donations, which is pretty high for me. Uh, for a stream. Well, I streamed five hours. That is way below minimum wage in America. Um, so yeah, it's not worth it for me. It's also a lot of work and energy. I mean, it's fun, but it is a lot of energy. So then you, you, you're done and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to pass out now. <laughs> so you don't consider it a job, but you're talking about uh, making or doing regular like uh, streams when you get back so it's still like a thing that you feel is worthwhile even if you don't if it, even even if it's not financially so why is it worthwhile to you i mean well why does anybody go and watch nascar or go fix old cars it's just like a hobby like it feels the way i fill my my free time um so yeah it's it's a really fun way to connect to people as well and i don't think people understand that when like wait you go on twitch why well, one, it's a hobby and it's really fun. And two, you just, you get to talk to people from all over the place. And being a streamer and being your own streamer, you talk differently than you get to talk anywhere else. Mm. You own the stage. Like I'm talking to you, right? We're, we're having a back and forth conversation. But when I'm on my own stream, I can say what I want, when I want, constant stream of, of conversation. And it's a lot, it's a side of me that a lot of people don't see in normal, 
real life, normal life, just because like you have to have a, a back and forth conversation, but like mine goes anywhere I want it to go. So I'll show my coworkers a clip of my stream and they're actually laughing. And <laughs> usually my coworkers don't find me funny. Like I just pun it up all the time, but they find me funny when I'm by myself acting like an idiot, <laughs> throwing paint on my face like you advertised in that photo earlier. Thank you for that. okay so you feel like you're getting you you get this like this opportunity to to be you like a a safe zone or like a not a safe zone but it's not maybe not the right word but you feel like this is a place where you can just you know be you have fun and connecting with people and just you know go crazy Uh, sometimes not all the time (laughs) sometimes all the time all the time and um, like and that's what and that's uh, and that's like why you want to keep doing it it's a hobby it's fun and that makes it worth worth while it's what i'm i'm trying like i'm trying yeah, no, to I totally, I totally agree on that uh, it is to fun summarize and control your environment i would say co- cosplay and streaming is different for everybody um just like streaming and cosplay, um, I think some streamers stream to escape. Some scre- streamers do it to control their environment. Um, others just to get to talk to people because they're lonely. Me, I am myself. I am still me everywhere I go, unapologetically me. I'm just a different version of me. Like, you know, you hang out with your friends and you act a certain way. You hang, hang out with your family. You're like, you're still you, but you interact with them differently. Like, mm. I'm still me on stream. Um, for me, it's not really escapism. I <laughs> I love my life and I love who and where I am. And I don't know, the older I get, the more excited I get because yeah. the older I get, the more I like me and I learn more things and uh, it's exciting. And the less but, yes. you care about others' opinions. <laughs> I'm going to be like 90 years old, like ripping farts in public, not caring about anything. Yeah, the less you <laughs> care, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never again in my own room because it's terrible when you're streaming and you're stuck here. A- smell. AC doesn't help. No, <laughs> it circulates it. Oh crap! <laughs> exactly. Turns it colder and warmer, and it's like goes around. <laughs> Sounds horrible. Yeah. Um, someone did a story on me once about cosplay, like why I cosplay. He's he's you know he's training to be a journalist. So he did this kind of multimedia video photo journalist story on me and I watched it afterwards and I don't think he understood. He he went the angle of who am I? I don't know who I am and I'm hiding behind my makeup and my cosplay. It's like, bro, you don't get it. Like oh. I get it. That's an easy out. Same with uh, streaming. Like it's a way to hide yourself, to be somebody else for a moment. But for me, I'm always me. So with cosplay, with gaming, anything, it's not a way to escape. It's just a fun hobby for me. Like if my house burned down tomorrow and I lost all of this and all of my cosplay, like I'd be fine. I'd move on and get another hobby or rebuild this. Like it's just, it's a hobby. It's okay, fun. Cool. Yeah. And, uh, and I was visiting your stream and I noticed like, I noticed you having a lot of fun and genuinely being into <laughs> it and just having a good time. And you could tell also, by the way, that you inter, how you interacted with your uh, viewers, how you stayed really connected and how you always were like making jokes and keeping the conversation going with your viewers. And they obviously, they like, they developed this kind of jargon. Do you call it? Was that what you call it? Jargon. Yeah. Jargon. Yeah. To get like, 
with certain like different viewers of yours and you, you keep it up and like uh, making jokes back and forth and uh, also like yeah you could tell like you actually love doing this and that's great i think that's like a great sign of a uh, just a healthy stream stream in comparison to maybe someone who is um i don't know who is not having fun maybe who is like who is having the worst time of their life streaming and you you i and that's that's not happening at in your stream that's good that's a good thing and um yeah. so... i think what people don't realize is like you gotta kind of be an extrovert if you're an introvert and you're a streamer that's fine. I know introverts can turn on the extrovert when the when it's required. So if you are an introvert, you might want to turn on that like happy-go-lucky. For me, it comes naturally. Mm. Um, yeah, it's it's work, but <laughs> my streamers are a little bit of they're happy trolls. They're nice trolls. Like nobody, we don't really talk negatively in the stream. So the great thing about being a streamer is you control your environment. Like you set the standard for the way you want your stream to go. If you're negative all the time, if you're saying bad things about people and about yourself and you're cursing and all that, you're going to attract certain people. Other people are gonna leave. They're gonna see that and they're gonna go. So hmm. you control your environment. This is your stream. You block people, they don't come back. You just, you move on with it. So that's a, I think a really important thing that some people have seen like, oh, I'm getting all these bad things on my stream. Well, what have you done? Right. How are you advertising yourself? How are you interacting on your stream? It's it's very interesting because trolls are a topic that comes up not, uh, very often, like infrequently, and people are expressing their um, like negative thoughts about it and about trolls and being in despair because of trolls. But it's interesting to hear like how you like you say that it, it's the streamer's responsibility as well to you know, create that atmosphere or that culture that you want for your stream. So, uh, like, how do you, how do you do that? How do you con like, how do you promote? I mean, obviously I already mentioned, we already talked about like just the positivity, how you interact with people, but do you, um, do you do other things as well? Like, are you, you got mods in your stream as well. So do you talk to your two. mods? You got two mods. So do you mm -hmm. talk to your mods about what kind of a stream you want or is it just self-evident? No, my first mod ended up being like, hey, uh, you, uh, I can mod for you. So I just added him not knowing the severity of like having a mod. Um, and he was really, really helpful. I just mm -hmm. got a new mod as well. He's been on my chat for forever and almost modding anyway. So I'm like, okay, Knight Rider will be my new mod. I just kind of casually made him one in the middle of the stream. I didn't tell him about it. <laughs> <laughs> didn't tell him about it. <laughs> Oops, sorry. Um, but having a positive stream, what it's it's almost like a leadership tool, like a, a leadership skill. So any anytime you're in a workplace, the leadership dictates how everyone else interacts. If you mm. have somebody who's always negative and mean to people and demanding, that's gonna trickle down. Your 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 people since I'm in the Air Force, it's something we learn. Like your airmen will act the way that you set the standard for. So when I came in, this is my first place I had a leadership position. I was very positive. I always care about my airmen. I make time for them and they know that. So they know I care. And like every now and then they'll they'll do something that I'm like, uh. but for the most part, yeah, your, your people reflect the leadership. So I, I kind of see that here in Twitch. Like your viewers will reflect your you who you are 
Mm. I mean, I, I guess it's because they choose your stream too. And you know, you set the standard. You're like, hey, that's not cool. I understand that it's a joke, but we don't really joke that way. And if the person's cool with it, they'll be like, hey, I'm sorry, I won't do that. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I once streamed in IRL or in real life, which is full of trolls. And I did get a few trolls coming in and I, I treated them nicely. And then they warmed up and they stopped trolling and they hung out. And they, <laughs> there are so many, so many stories online of trolls becoming real viewers. They just got to treat them nicely and like realize they're just trying to get a rise out of you. As long yeah. as it's not mean spirited, they're pretty nice people. Hmm. Wow, I like. I feel like I'm learning so much uh, just talking about you, uh, talking with you <laughs> about streaming and uh, and uh, like how being you are you are the leader uh, as a streamer. You are the leader, whether you like, and you can take on that responsibility or take on that. Oh no, you got water in the wrong like, nope. in your air. <laughs> <Yep>. No, <laughs> maybe <laughs> I just saw that happen. Nope. Are you okay? There's no evidence. There's no clips of it online. It doesn't exist. No, <clears throat> of course not. No one who, who would clip this and save it forever. Uh, I have a lot of clippers <laughs> in my stream. <laughs> that's that's fun. Clip yeah, away. Yeah, they're here right now. <laughs> if you're here, if you're here and watching the live stream, clip away. But uh, yeah, so you are you you're an uh, a natural extrovert and a leader. Well, um, I think leadership is kind of something that you're taught and witness. It's it's a whole nature versus nurture type of thing. I think anyone has the capability of doing it. It depends on if they're they're brought up and encouraged a, a certain way. Um, I mean, look, you say you're learning stuff from my stream, but I think your stream is pretty pretty good on point as well. Like I came into your stream yesterday and you were interacting. Yeah, you played Fortnite and then you immediately stopped and started talking to us. That's the same thing I do with my paintings. I'm like, oh, you guys are chatting. This is awesome. I want to talk to you. So the chat really, for me, dictates like how much fun I have. I mean, there's some people who game for a long time. They mm. like they're focused on gaming. They're very good at gaming, and so I watch them just for the gaming. Yeah. But there's people like you and me, and um, <laughs> we're not um, bad gamers. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I mean you focus more on the conversation. You, me, yeah. Bash, a lot of people out there. Um, you talk more to this the the streamers, and it's a totally different stream on Twitch, and I, I like that a lot more. I like IRL and creative streams a lot for that reason. Yeah, I have to go that way. I'm not a I'm not a skilled player. No, but honestly, yeah, I I just enjoy it so much more. Like having a fun time with the viewers and and the chat than just trying hard in a game for a while. Uh, when I could have spent that time, like making making up a joke together with a viewer or like is like doing something funny or like yeah, talk about something, answer answer a comment. Friendship friendship yeah and it's like that's one of the things that i want to do like you know make friends and so it go, it's in line with my values totally to like and but I, the one thing i feel a little bit bad about is like i just left the guy i was playing with <laughs> like i, I just abandoned <laughs> oh, <you> that did? <laughs> uh, i forgot you did Oh my uh, gosh. And I talked to him afterwards and I said like, hey, I'm sorry. I just left you, kind of left you hanging there, like in the middle of a game. I, and just because I got uh, yeah, like all Yeah, you just like these... stood in a house and then talked to people for five minutes and you just died. Yeah. I saw that. We we witnessed it, <laughs> but we had a good time. Yes, <laughs> so yes it was, we did. So it was still worth it. Wow. Um, okay. 
cosplay like okay so wow um we know like uh, how, for how long have you been painting and what like where did painting start for you uh, um painting started in september no way <laughs> this Last is my year? first painting yeah what so i've been painting for almost no. a year yeah That's, that, that like i'm just wow okay yeah do you so hate you, me now <laughs> yeah i hate you now because you're so good already and it, the paintings look so magical and like they i am really drawn to it. yeah so <laughs> so there's not there's no you're not like one of these you're like one of these uh oh, prodigies is that the word um i can just copy and paste what i see mm. so if someone teaches me how to do it i'm like okay i got this but like i didn't make up any of this like i said i just drew it like i just drew examples online even this well, you can't see all of it because of the green screen, but even oh, this yeah. was just artwork that so, I saw on DeviantArt. I'm like, I Sarah, like that. I'm Sa try Sarah it. is holding up a painting of a misty forest with a glowing fairy uh, in the forest. Well, like you got some, yes, yes, right there. And, and um, the one I'm all, all of at the now... paintings are magical. They're saturated, nice colors, and like you get the night sky with the blues and the, like the crimson skies when the sun rises. And then we I'm have this painting. So it's not done yet. Obviously, I need to paint the hair because it's not the original color. So this is a self-portrait. Yep. And what what are you wearing in this painting? Um, this is my rogue cosplay, and I'm like, let's do something realistic. Do you know how long it took me to shade my freaking costume? Uh, a lot of my chat was here. It's nope. here, here right now. Um, it took me like hours and hours, especially because I was distracted. So one day. When my chat was that like my PC was down, I actually just sat down and accomplished so much more than I did on stream. <laughs> it's so bad. But so bad. It's not a it's a, like what we talked about. We we don't we don't stream. We're not this skilled painter. No, but you are a skilled painter too, but you just get don't get anything done because you're even more social <laughs> when you're streaming. It's more important to me to to talk to people. Yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't be on Twitch. I'd just paint all by myself. So you're telling me that you picked up uh, brushes and stuff just last year, September, like <laughs> 10 months ago, nine months well, ago. I didn't buy them. You said picked up or bought? Yeah, picked up, uh, oh, but yeah. like it started painting. Like yeah. You, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that's a big, that should be a big, <laughs> that should be a big uh, like um, encouragement for everyone who's listening or watching that like, well, like anyone can pick it up and like create stuff. You don't have to like, or is there like something? No. Okay. <laughs> well, I have a lot of students and I can tell you, wow. you can't pick the way I do when I first started. There's maybe okay. two or three. Anyone can paint, but maybe not quite as quickly as I did. Okay. <laughs> I'm not give trying, me, I'm give not me trying 10 to discourage years. anybody. Give me 10 I just years. Don't wanna... Please don't get false hope. You will not like make something like this on your first try a lot mm. of times. Like you can do it. Dang it. It just might take some time. I, I don't want to <laughs> I wanted to I want to paint that painting <laughs> now. It's, um have you uh, seen okay. Ratatouille? Yeah. But yeah, where he's like anyone can cook. Oh, I don't remember yeah, well, that part exactly, but Oh, it's like a main phrase that the the little cook in his head is telling him the the rat yeah, well, anyone can kind of cook, but not like the rat did. Like he was naturally amazing at. I'm not saying I'm naturally amazing at. That's not what I'm trying to say. Okay, I'm just gonna shut up now. Next question. Well, the uh, <laughs> uh, Q and A is later. You're stuck here with me for a little bit. I get How to much choose time what we're doing. I'm just kidding. 
so but but hey um we love your paintings. I guess your community does too, because they're they're coming back and I want to see more of your paintings. So it's a good thing. And they don't uh, usually come maybe... for my paintings, though. They, oh, they just yeah, come to make fun of them. Interaction. <laughs> make fun of them? Wow. My chat has called my rainbow-colored llama, llama a melting tree. They've called something else a donut. <laughs> like, they're just such happy little trolls. Like, thanks, you guys. <sighs> So but yeah, no, they, they that, come for yeah. chat. Okay. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy stuff. So paint okay, so you picked up painting and then you okay, let's I guess we're okay, that that answer my questions about your painting career. Uh I thought you start started painting earlier in your life. Um, nope. <laughs> but apparently not. So and this is surprising, but amazing. It all started as well. when I was five. And, you know, my dad was really, really big Forced on you. making sure that I was, I was good at everything. So I was good at the trumpet. I was good at drawing. I was good at painting. I could solder, I could make an engine. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. let's talk about the cosplays. You make a really <laughs> elaborate cosplays. So where did that start? And, um, I, I like, are, so are, is it the same thing? You picked it up recently or is, is it been go, has it been going on for a longer time? And um, I started cosplaying in, I think, 2009, 2010. And the first one I ever did, I made a ginormous Princess Peach dress for the one from Super Smash Brothers Brawl. And it took me like five months to do. Wow. And I had a lot of help from a friend who was a seamstress. So that was my first photo. It was a huge or, um, cosplay. It was a huge, huge project. Huge, huge, okay, huge. But I, <laughs> um, most of my cosplays though, I buy used. Um, two of them I've commissioned. One of them was my rogue costume. Another mm. was my Odette from the Swan Princess. But um, <clears throat> yeah, rogue has always been my dream cosplay. I've only other ma ever made like two other cosplays. It's just too much time. Like ain't nobody got time for that or skill. Like the amount of learning that goes into this, the trial and error, so the first couple of costumes you make are going to look like hot garbage. And then it's, so it's going to take you a lot of time, a lot of money and some skills that you build up that you're probably not ever going to use in real life. So I'm like, mm, I'll it's, just buy them. You used. know what? It's nice to hear that you're human. So, so you yeah. didn't just, you didn't just pick up uh, cosplay and were naturally good at it and did amazing your all, all your own amazing cosplay uh, outfit um, in just well all the months. costumes i made are actually pretty good but they're pretty simple and mm. um i also didn't know anything about makeup when i first started cosplaying true story so i i looked to the internet i asked people in forums like what kind of makeup style should i do what should i do if i want to get this figure so that's when i learned about corsetting as well to get that figure that is not natural on women usually. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I did a lot of researching. Anytime, anytime I do something, I research a lot. And then like all my costumes, when they turn out, they look just as good as I thought they would look. I, I, I'm not trying to brag. I'm just explaining. It takes a lot of work um, behind the scenes. Five months for your first outfit, the peach. Address. And that's why I don't make them. <laughs> oh, you burn out on that one. And now you uh, well, did, 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 did it discourage you? Like the just the amount of work. It... Here's a photo of my Daphne cosplay. You can kind of see it. So um, right now, Sarah's holding up her phone with a picture. It's kind of blurry. Daphne yeah. from, uh, is that from? 
say Scooby-Doo. Yeah, I was going to uh, guess Scooby-Doo, but I didn't want to say it. And uh, it's a purple dress with some white stripes at the... No, not white. They're blue. It's like, just a, a uh, picture of the, the classic leggings. cartoon Daphne. Oh, yeah. And the, the green... What do you call that? Uh, not a tie. Ascot. But... An ascot. <laughs> ascot. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's a weird, it's a weird name. I know. Uh, I feel weird saying it. But and then you, the other one yeah. that I made was um, Princess Bubblegum from Adventure Time. So you can't really see it very well because, again, it's blurry. The focus is not an autofocus. But these are the other two cosplays I made other than Princess Peach. And again, like if you want to see more of the, the pictures and the cosplays, where, where, can, where can we go uh, to see more? Oh, glad you asked. I have an Instagram and a Facebook. If, you, if you're more into to just photos, Instagram is at Life of Cosplay. And my Facebook is Life of Cosplay as well. All one word. But I'm a little bit more interactive on the Facebook page just because mm. I don't like having to type on my thumbs for everything on Instagram. So I prefer Facebook. Cool. Check it out. I'm picky. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. Everybody right now, go subscribe. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding. No, do it. And yeah. um, so <laughs> stone face, Sarah, looking into the webcam, everyone <laughs> is, is scared now and they're running to the Facebook page, <laughs> liking the page, following on Instagram. It's amazing. You're, you mentioned um, that you had a mentor when you started Twitch. Someone yes. suggested that you would do Twitch and then uh, that, was, that, that person became your kind of unofficially a mentor for you how much like what would you say i could how much did that help you a lot because if if he was not there to help me i would have been so frustrated and just given up i'm like no this is a stupid hobby i, I give up um just because i get so frustrated with technology and like understanding why things how things work with like OBS, like, why does this happen? How do I get this to work? Ah, why isn't my webcam working? How do mm. I get a better microphone? It was so frustrating. And my chat can tell, tell you, like, I don't like updating notifications and stuff. It's just so much, for me, it's, okay, um, <clears throat> I'm a procrastinator. I'm sure somebody out there can relate. So some of this stuff, I have to have my, ad, my mods remind me to do it. And even then I just kind of slack off. <clears throat> so if it wasn't for Twitch Sensei, I would not be here. That's cool. So where do you think you could have, could have gotten that help from anywhere else? Or because there are a lot of people starting out and like want they want to stream and they like they want to learn how to do it, but uh, it's uh, they might run into similar problems or obstacles like you had. But do you, do you think there are like resources for online, uh, like, or is it wh wh where can they turn? Or well, because... quick caveat: if it wasn't for him helping me so much and like being willing to help me all the time, I would not be here. I know I already said that, but he was the one who actually encouraged me to do it. Yeah. But if you want to go on on your own, you have your own self-motivation, you know a little bit about Twitch. Yeah, there's so many forums. There's Facebook pages. Um, the great thing about human beings is if you ask them for help, people want to impart their knowledge. It's just interesting psychology is people like giving you their knowledge because, you know, they they feel knowledgeable. They're like, oh, look, I'm, I'm full of all this smartness. Let me help you out. I mean, some people go, ha ha, you don't know anything. But for the most part, 
people do want to help you. So if you feel like, oh, I don't want to bother other people. No, that's, that is not true. No, we like helping others. It's, you're, you're helping them, making them feel smart. Yeah. So. <laughs> you are helping them make them feel good about themselves. Exactly. So ask, ask for help. Ask for help guys. If you have any problems, ask, ask, uh, ask Sarah for help. Ask me for help. We'll help you. We'll do it. That's because <laughs> we want to feel smarter. I am. I'm, I'm like fishing for more questions. because I really want to feel smarter. As a uh, famous basketball player once said, stop it, get some help. Exactly. <laughs> I, I struggle with that myself. Like I, I, I have troubles or I like problems sometimes. And I, I'm like, I'm hesitating to ask because I don't know. Because I want to be able to do it myself, or I think I should be able to do it myself, or I don't want to bother that someone else. So that's that's a th that's a real thing. When so. did you start streaming? Are you gonna make this about me now? Oh no, I'm just curious. When did you start streaming and why? I started uh, streaming this year in January uh, on a regular basis. What? But you were doing so good. I'm. I was. I'm. I was dabbling and trying it out two years ago for the first time i but i did i like just like a couple of times and then i just didn't do it at all until just this winter where i started doing it occasionally and now i'm on a like a beginning of this year i started streaming regularly and i mean i can tell you have like what uh a little bit over 400 no you have a little bit more than me in the 400 viewers zone but the thing is, followers. I've been streaming viewers. No, followers. we're not I'm there sorry. yet. <laughs> <laughs> followers. But the thing about that is you have a more regular stream than I, I do. And like I said, anything I do, I do a lot of research. There's a lot of YouTube videos out there that explain like the best tips for streamers. And consistently, all of the top streamers yeah. who have videos say, have a schedule. That is the most important thing is to have a regular schedule. I only stream twice a week for just a few hours and a regular time. So I grow a lot slower. You, on the other hand, grew a lot faster. Just January. I started in like October, November. Um, and you have about the same amount of followers as I do now. You stream a lot more frequently than I do. So that, that is a really big key in growing, uh, um, staying frequent and having a schedule that you stick to. Hopefully, yeah. I hear I hear that all the time. I've been I also been uh, researching like when I was starting streaming and like just yeah. looking for tips and how to's and guides like what, what should I like concern myself with when it comes to streaming and uh, a lot of people say streaming consistently um it's like clean up your your uh, bedroom <laughs> if you have a have webcam. you seen ninja's bedroom I watch ninja on a yeah but he so does cluttered. he doesn't have to care about his bedroom anymore because it's that's irrelevant to him if he was starting out and he was mediocre at gaming he should clean his bedroom but now he doesn't have to it's, see it's... that's interesting because for me i'm more i i believe more in, in the content so content is more important as a broadcaster so i'm a, a broadcast storyteller i i shoot videos i'm a radio dj i've done the news desk all that the most important thing for a story when you're telling it is the emotion, the content. So mm. even if you shoot like bad video, if the video isn't that good, you can still win awards as long as the content is compelling and the personal story is compelling. So if you are 
a good streamer in terms of interacting, in terms of whatever you're doing, if you're like a really good at your gameplay and you have like a crappy background. I've seen people who have terrible backgrounds and people still watch them. Like they've got, they're just backlit. Like they got lighting like this, right? This is crappy lighting, but they still have it. They've got, okay, microphone's kind of important, but they have bad lighting and a bad background and people still watch them because they're entertaining. Does that make sense? I, I agree with you. I wasn't I wasn't saying it as a, it's just one of the things that I heard on oh, YouTube yeah, videos. Yeah, yeah. So I don't I I agree more with you than like I don't I don't think it's uh, like um, tipping what what not like a I don't know what to say what to call it like the the thing that will make or break your stream. But it's just it's a little addition. But I like yeah. your I like your explanation of how like so people if if the stream is compelling with it's like being genuine and like the story of the stream is compelling like and you can like people can relate to the stream and that could be with a with a messy bedroom or with a clean bedroom it doesn't matter as long as you convey like the story in a good way or like in a compelling way my background is actually my i've got like mess over here that's my laundry Right now we're looking at Sarah's, uh, Sarah's messy, messy bedroom. Uh, and I want to make sure <laughs> that the people who are only listening in that that was a messy bedroom. But still. I didn't put away my laundry. Ugh, ain't nobody got time. But it just like... repeats itself. Why? does Look, half of my laundry is just back on my laundry machine. I just keep it there. On the laundry <laughs> machine. <laughs> it's really nice to, have, to not have any room. Well, I can do what I want now. Leave all the laundry downstairs where it belongs. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, but any like do you like what would you say for someone starting a new stream today? Like I I get people like uh, on my stream asking me like or they telling me like, "Oh, I I want to start streaming." Uh like it's, a few things I would say is make sure make sure that you have fun when you stream make sure that you take care of yourself like do you feel good like have like not take care of your well-being like as well like the stream shouldn't interfere in your well-being in any way uh so like stay it's like have like, if you want drinks or food or whatever like make sure that you're you're doing well like well your well-being and then have patience yeah fun oh, well-being oh. patience that is so, yeah, no, I get that. I see that all the time on like some of the Facebook pages. People get so frustrated that they're not getting streamer uh, viewers. And so there's so many posts responding to them, like, please stop complaining. Like if you're complaining, that means you're usually not a positive person. You might be a little bit part of the problem as to why you're not getting viewers. But also we all start off with a small viewership unless you're like famous on another platform and move over. We all get like, I've been streaming for technically two years and so have you two, three-ish years, both of us. And we only got into the 400 realm like recently, like my last stream, I finally broke 400. Hmm. Yay, congratulations. But it takes time and just don't complain, ask questions. Instead of like you rephrase it and um, your words mean a lot. 
So if you say, oh, I'm not good at anything, what you should be saying is, oh, you know what? I have so much that I can learn. Mm. And it doesn't mean that you're not good at something. It just means that you don't know yet what you don't know. So you can ask people. There's so many resources to ask, like Facebook and forums and YouTube videos. There's so many places where you can get information on how to improve. And that's not just with streaming. That's with anywhere in life. Like. I have this thing where I say three things that I'm grateful for every day. And since your words actually mean something, the way you word things, um, it's it's been in, uh, affecting my positivity. Like I'm grateful that I have AC. I'm grateful that I have airmen that I'm in charge of because I can practice my leadership. I'm grateful that I have a family that supports me and helps me whenever I, I ask for it. So instead of complaining about things, I find things that I uh, find good in a situation. For instance, I was always called stubborn as a kid. I call it now strong-willed. And mm. what that means is if I want something done, it's going to get done. I will find a way to yes. If someone says no, I'm going to like jump out the window. If the door's not open, I will find a window and I will cl climb through it and I will find a way to get to yes. I get really excited about that stuff. I love it. <laughs> That's the best stuff. I like that with that. Now we're, now we're digging deeper. Now we're digging deeper into the live stories of gamers all around the world. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, Barry. That's not sound effect, <laughs> okay. Oh, Barry. <laughs> That's my signature sound right there. Is it really? That we, it's a sound effect on my stream. People use it all, all the time. You have, to pay, you have to pay 50 points, but now it's disabled. People are probably oh. trying to use it right now. <laughs> Um, if you stick around and come back to my stream, I will play it over a sound effect for you. <laughs> anyway, I think I will. I, um, I will say uh, streaming, though, has been really helpful. Or my career is very helpful for my streaming because I am a radio DJ. Yes. Means I wanted to I talk about that. I get paid to talk. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah yeah um so one thing i knew about you before that is that you were a radio dj dj and that made me nervous to have a podcast with you but <laughs> also like you mentioned it just now that you mentioned it earlier when we were talking about the streaming and stuff so uh well like that's your that's your job is that what you do like that's what you as your day job and has been doing for how long um since i've been here so like September, November, roughly. That's that's how, how long I've been a radio here. How big is this? Like I know you, maybe you can't tell me, but like it's like a city. It's like a small small city. Like so uh, we have about five thousand people on this base. So that's like U.S. Uh, NATO allies, um, Turkish members. We've got like other other countries on this base as well. So uh, roughly a population of five thousand. And one thing that this uh, small population gets to enjoy is their own radio station where you are a radio DJ. Is that what's going on? So, yeah, that's that's kind of the purpose of the radio um, is to bring a piece of home overseas, but also to, to give them command information. Command information meaning like if there's an emergency, like we could be 24 hour um, manned and we could tell them updates on like, for instance, in Japan, when the earthquake hit Sendai, um, the the radio station there because i know because i i was living in japan a little bit afterwards at the same station mm. but the radio station was 24 7. they were they were manned 24 7 for like a whole week and they were updating people on family members found and, and where they can get more information wow. um but also we have guests on so we talk to them and this, this is kind of what i do for a job 
um, making people comfortable, chatting with them, being friendly. And just, I was born for this job. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Wow. Wow. Okay. This is, this is so cool. I'm trying to take it in and like understand like how it works and like what you're, you're <laughs> getting the piece in the right place. It, it's so fascinating. And like you are like, but you're, you're not, you're not, well, this, this, okay. First of all, this radio station you broadcast. So people at home in the, in the back home. In can, Turkey. It's, it's for the Turkish, for the people here in Turkey. Oh, so we, okay. I mean, you can, you can get our reception elsewhere. There's like a website where you can tune into, but oh. for the most part, um, you can hear us on app on online and also on the radio locally here. And so we'll tell people like, oh, hey, there's an ice cream social going on, or hey, there's this really cool class about like your tuition benefits, stuff like that. Um, interviewing people about their job, all kinds of cool stuff. So it is for the, the population in the base, but also just people in Turkey that are in Turkey. Like, it's for the on-base population. Like we can't go anywhere. We can't see Turkey. So Okay. Do you know that there's two, what was it, two or three of the seven wonders of the world are in Turkey? <laughs> no. And I can't see them right now. Can you, like... Oh my gosh. Will you be able to before you leave? No, we can't leave the base. No, but I mean, like, maybe like when you were like exiting <laughs> or like finishing up. Uh, like if you're... I want to get kicked out of the military, sure. I would not be oh, able to get back on base. So they take, no, but I mean like after you're, you served your time, <laughs> it's like a jail. <laughs> it is like a jail. Wow. So how is it? How does it live there? Can you talk? You know, it's it? just a very small community. So it's like, we, we just, we can't go anywhere. So, you know, you make the most of it. That's why I do. Um, otherwise I would be volunteering with kids and, um, that's one of my hobbies is exploring. I love to adventure. I love to go everywhere. Uh, when Pokemon Go came out, like oh, I was walking yeah. everywhere. Oh, yeah. Everywhere um, inside the military base. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's no Pokemon no. on this base. Yeah. So I've been without Pokemon Go for a year. I'm really excited to get back and play Pokemon Go. Yes. I don't care. If you're chatting right now, chat, if you are saying that Pokemon Go is not a game, you're uninvited to my birthday party, okay? Let's talk You're about uninvited. Pokemon Go. I feel like this is a hot topic. Is Pokemon Go dying or is it, uh, it doing well? As the game? I don't know, because I've been away from it for a year, but it's probably dying. Like the huge rage was so cool. I was in the middle of DC when it first came out. So I was in Crystal City, which is like millennial heaven. So everyone's walking their dogs and they're playing Pokemon Go. Everyone on their phone, you could tell they're play playing Pokemon Go. I passed someone on a crosswalk like it was a red light i was passing him i'm like oh hey you're heading for that gym i just took over it with like this super high level and he's like oh well then and he just walked away <laughs> I love it. sarah uses intimidation it's super effective <laughs> i love it pokemon go was revolution like so revolutionizing fun. revolutionary uh yeah. Like the, the gaming yeah. because it it took gamers from a couch or a, like a desk where you play at your computer and he brought them in, out into the sun and the fresh air. I lost half a half an inch off my waist playing Pokemon Go. There you go. And I caught a whole lot of Lapras and some legendaries. Oh, I can't wait for Gen Three. I think Generation States gotta catch them all. 
exciting. I was excited. I'm not excited anymore. I don't care about Pokemon Go anymore. Oh. Sorry. But I, you, if you watched my, I, you All mentioned right, that you, you saw my, you saw my YouTube videos. I don't know if you did. I told you to uh, look at my YouTube videos, that the, my Pokemon Go videos, because you can tell that I was extremely into Pokemon Go when when it launched, and yeah. I made I made YouTube videos of me recording myself running around and riding my bike just like Ash, totally into Ash, like wearing uh, Ash. No way, that's Tetris. That was something else. <laughs> yeah, but it could have been. It sounded similar to the Game Boy cycling. I don't know. Maybe not. Let's pretend that didn't happen. Okay, but I was so into it. It was so much fun. I made new friends, just meeting players outside, just started talking because you could, as you said, you can tell when someone is playing Pokemon Go. I love mm -hmm. the concept. I love I love it. It's taking like gaming into like this new realm. Oh, it's called yeah. re reality. Oh, okay. <laughs> that realm. Virtual reality? Yeah, augmented reality. Oh, augmented reality, yeah. Except yeah. I turned that feature off, like the, the camera Oh, definitely. I, it affected my Pokemon catching, okay? Exactly. Nothing gets in between me and my Pokemons, okay? Okay? Exactly. To be effective. It's super effective. I can tell you, it was, it's quite effective to go be on a bike. You can, If you ride the bike slowly, it's like, it's still like letting you track the uh, kilometers that you that you go and yeah you hatch you those eggs slowly too you... oh <laughs> oh no you didn't oh yes i did S i also like found so many people we'd actually i'd run into people in the middle of the night who are gaming i'm like hey you want to go for a bike ride sometime because we all lived in the same area we're all millennials so yeah we'd ride our bikes i think we once rode our bikes until midnight Yes. Around yes. Crystal City. Exactly. That's what happened. It was so cool. I I lived in DC, like I said, but the tidal basin there with like all the cherry blossoms. Um, there is like really, really good Pokestops there, like really good ones. And they're all really close to each other. So mm. you can hit the lures and just like sit there and bask. There. And I had my Go Plus. I had two because one broke. Um what if you returning and no one is playing instead? It's like well, I'm still gonna play. You're still gonna play. You, maybe you will bring it back. I don't think it's dead, but I think. I mean, like, I still play Candy Crush, so. There you go. I don't really care what other people are playing. As long as, <laughs> like you should. That's like gaming should be fun, right? If you're the only one playing the game and you're still having fun, you know what? Well, go um, for it. I listen to audiobooks too, so I could just like learn or read a book while playing Pokemon. Oh, hacking life! Yes. Yes! <laughs> I mean, so I have another question. Yeah. What will be your uh, day job when you return to the States? What are you? Um, it depends because as a, as a military member, my, well, as a broadcaster, my job changes depending on which base I'm stationed at. For instance, I'm stationed here at AFN, that's American Forces Network, which means hmm. I'll be either shooting videos or doing radio. I was stationed to the radio section um my last base i was at the pentagon so i did more like production wow. for the big air force oh okay, yeah cool. i worked at the pentagon too <laughs> okay yeah was, people was... think it's cooler than it is it's just like a giant it's the world's largest office building yeah. so everyone's just it's not like in the <laughs> movies where everyone's I'm... walking fast with a bunch of papers and like this giant amazing electronic place no there's just tons of white walls yeah miles and miles like people will walk around the outer ring for exercise during their lunch break I would play Pokemon Go because right in the center of the Pentagon is a gym. I so, kid you not. 
<laughs> so I had a, I had an impression like maybe you were like doing like just uh, I thought maybe you would do something else than military when you go back home. But now I realize that you just go to you will just go to another base and you you don't even yeah. know which base you're going to. Um, I do know which base I'm going to. It's it's in New Jersey. And um, there I'm going to be doing more. Um, I can go TDY at a moment's notice. That's temporary duty. So I could hop on a plane, do a mission and film it like uh, at a moment's notice. So now I need, need to be worldwide deployable. So wow. they can send me. It, it might affect my streaming schedule a little bit. In How? case they need to send me somewhere. <laughs> Why? IRL, use your phone. Streamlabs OBS <laughs> app. It's, it's, I tested it out this weekend. Oh, does it work? Yeah, it's fine. You just need a stable connection. That's it. And that, that, that's, yeah, that might be a problem in wherever you're going. Um, no, I'm not sure. But okay, okay. So you're going to base and you'll, 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 you don't, you're not sure what you will, or are you sure you will be doing the worldwide deploy shooting video stuff? Is that settled? No, you know, no. Probably. Okay. Probably. Wow. You got all these cool jobs at the military. You don't have to like do the, you don't, you get to do the creative stuff. Not like harming people. <laughs> I yeah, know that's so, like simplified. Do you know the Myers Briggs personality test? Uh, Myers Briggs. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. I heard about it. Um. So my personality type says that the best job for me is like broadcaster. Oh. Like that's one of the top jobs recommended, and also teacher. Um. The worst job for me, they say, to avoid at all its cost, is a military member. <laughs> <laughs> so it could even ironic. out. <laughs> Yeah, because the military is a lot more structured and like a certain types of personalities are good for that environment. I'm more creative, free spirit, but like luckily I got an artistic job in the military. But I mean, I, I would have adapted either way. I'm still 100% me even when I'm in uniform. So I'm a little ridiculous, but somehow I get away with it. I think it's good. And I, I get think like that... nominated for awards and stuff. So I guess I'm doing something okay, but <laughs> who knows? Wait, wait, wait. Why? I nominated for awards? Yeah, yeah, like some of my products or like I win um, a, like NCO, non-commissioned officer of the quarter. My airmen, my, the people I'm in charge of, they put me up for an award too that I won, which is the, that is the coolest thing for people underneath to put you up for an award. Usually it's your supervisor puts you up, but nice. no, like my people were like, she's cool, give her something. So I I feel like you're in the perfect place. You're in the place where you shouldn't be and you're doing, you're doing like, a, you're making a big impact being you. Yeah, I mean, it's good. It, it might not be the best position. So fun and like whatever. I joined the military so I could learn how to adult, so I could travel all over the place, and I'm doing all the things. So uh, also secure jobs, kind of nice. So I'm learning how to adult. Like there's some things in life that I don't like doing, and the military makes me do it. I'm like, oh, okay, I have to learn this now. But you don't it's, do it, a lot. Of, I'm better you... for it. I'm better for it. That's cool. That's great. You see, still have to work on the laundry. <laughs> That's the only. Okay, I'm sorry, kidding. I'm sorry, kidding. I'm sorry, kidding. It was it's like okay. I'm not living with anyone right now. If I have a roommate, yes, I will be more more neat. You will have to be more tidy. Yeah. There's no. It's not an officer coming in four in the morning yelling at you like, "Get up and get out, get out of bed and start running." Uh, I live in the house. So. Live in the house. And also I'm in the Air Force. We're like more the business side of the military. Ooh. Like this is the Marines, which is like the gung-ho. Like, oh, we work in an office. That's what it's like to be in the Air Force. Where, I mean, <laughs> you need a business side of anything. Yeah, sure. Okay, so I'm going to ask you another question. 
Um, what has been the biggest uh, obstacle or challenge in your life, your whole life, that you had to go through um, and that you overcome? And how, how did you do it? Oh, that's an interesting question. Do, you, do um, you know right away? Do you have like a thing that, that you know? There's, is... there's a few things like conflict, um, conflicting with people and, and having to uh, overcome that. Like I found out one of my roommates was probably a sociopath, but it took me a while to figure that out. There, uh, there's about 1% of the population is a sociopath. I've had over 10 roommates in the military. So I had a 10% chance of running into one. And I thought it was me. Like sociopaths are very manipulative. <laughs> Like, no, I didn't me. think I was the sociopath. I, like, I thought there was something wrong with me. I'm like, am I just a bad roommate? I've never really had problems with anybody. Um, but yeah, it turns out like all the symptoms and signs, I was telling my dad about all these things. I'm like, what, am I just really bad? And he's like, no, sociopaths are very manipulative, like all this stuff. So it usually takes someone else. I've, I've actually helped my friend identify her mom as a sociopath before. I'm like, that sounds like a sociopath. Let's do it with a book. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it never happened to me before until I got here and it mm. put me through so much stress. Like I was not sleeping well, like people at work noticed. And it was a good thing that I had a really good supervisor because he, he walked me through it. He got me out of that situation. I got a different roommate who was so much cooler. And every time I like saw her, I'm like, thank you for being a good roommate. I was just, I was just traumatized. I got out of that situation. And uh, it was also the reason why I didn't stream for a month or two because I got locked out because of her. Locked Long story, but yeah, yeah that's. Um, I got, I had her use her phone number to verify for the two point verification because I don't have a phone number right now, and then oh. she wouldn't give me the code so I could change it afterwards. Yeah, so I was at her mercy. Oh, like for your stream and uh, and Twitch. Yeah, I I couldn't log into my account. Right. I couldn't even tell people because I didn't have a Discord at that time. I okay, couldn't tell okay. them that I'm locked out. Um, but another really bad mm. situation, difficult, was I was at a base and I was doing all these things wrong, just small things that led up to a lot of small things, but it led to a big problem. And like my supervision kept getting on me more and more and more, so I kept more mistakes because now I was under the microscope. It was stressful. And this, I love this story because I stopped, I stopped and I looked at myself and I was blaming everyone else. I'm like, you know, these people don't like me. They're out to get me. And they're always breathing down my neck. I wish I could just like have some time to breathe. Um, and I'm like, you know what? No, they're, they're on me because I'm making a ton of mistakes. So I took some days off. And I read this book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, Changed My Life. It's a Dale Carnegie book. I yes. took a lesson. <laughs> oh, you, you know that book? It's just funny because it's, uh, I read a lot of like uh, similar books, but that was, that was the book that a friend of mine just recently um, uh, suggested I read. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the thing is, my parents have been telling me for years to read this book, and I just didn't have the motivation. I'm like, okay. Uh, but it was because I needed it. I sometimes painful lessons are the best lessons because it, it gets your butt in gear. And um, I'm like, okay, finally I stopped. I read this book. I went to this Dale Carnegie class and I came back a much better person where um, by the time I left that base, they said, my supervisor's supervisor said I was the most reliable person that they could send at a moment's notice to cover a story on mm. the other side of Asia. And they would trust me to, to get really good products in. So that was a big game changer for me. Like, 
stop letting other people control your life. Stop blaming other people. If, if you're having issues in your life, can take control of it. So the book helped you change your mindset and change your, your, just your behavior and like go in a different direction that you have been going in before. Yeah. Cool. And then how to win friends and influence people. Like one of the biggest takeaways is just like care about people. Don't, you know, don't use flattery because people can tell like you genuinely have to care about people for them to want to change. Hmm. If, if you're it's like, you need one. to do this and this and this, you're lecturing them, but you really need to care about people and they'll notice and they'll care back and you'll, you'll get a lot more things done that way. That's like, yes, life lesson for all you people out there. Cool. Um, so we're gonna we're we're starting to approach the end of the podcast. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. We have to cover oh, some more yeah. ground, and the, the ground that I want to cover is the ground that is uh, ahead of us in the future. Like, um, where like where do you say see yourself in a year when it comes to your stream? Let's start with your stream. So it's a difficult question because the military can always move me. Like I, I want to be. That's my main goal right now. Uh, uh, sorry, um, this audio was cutting out. Can oh, you say sure. that again. Um, that's a difficult question just because I'm in the military and I usually move every one to two years, which I, I enjoy moving. I really do. Uh, it's a bit of a headache, but I like it. Um, but I will keep the stream going. Um, I don't know how much my cosplay hobby will interfere with my streaming, but my cosplay is usually on the weekends and my streaming is usually on the weekdays. Um, I plan to keep doing it. I just don't know, like, what other things I'll be doing in the States. Like if I'll get part of another group or something. Okay. So yeah, you're, you will still be, okay. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, streaming is uncertain, but you, uh, you will still be doing adulting, learning to adult, or will you be the adult that you are aspiring to be in, in a year from now? You were saying yeah. that you're like learning how to adult, like that's why you're in the military. Yeah, I mean, well, I was kind of immature. I I was a late bloomer, so I was not very mature. Even at like, I was in college my sophomore, my second year in college, and I missed a flight home just because I forgot about it. Like, I was not a very responsible person. That's why I joined, and now I'm on time. Like, it just, I'm not naturally a timely person. I forget things all the time, but it just means I have to try twice as hard, or two, three, four times harder than other people to stay organized and to stay on time doesn't mean I can't do it. And I have tricked people into thinking that I am an organized person. <laughs> do you know how amazing that is? <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, Sergeant Bryce, she's so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> she's so, or not amazing, I mean, um, organized. Amazing too. <laughs> and for you, it's like, wow, it's mind blowing that anyone could think that. <clears throat> yeah, that's come saying? a long way. <laughs> cool. So do you have any big dreams, any big, like, dreams or visions like for for well i guess not for your stream since that's like a little bit up in the air but like, like, stream is just a hobby like i, I will hobby. continue to um i've continued cosplay for years and years and years so i plan yeah. on stream for years and years too okay so um any other dreams no uh maybe one day get to a thousand followers that'd be kind of cool yeah uh, you know i always wonder though i'm, I'm always worried like if I get to be a bigger than this, of a streamer than I am now, it might be hard to keep up with chat. And I, that's something I've always noticed with the bigger streamers, they're not the same streamers as they started out with because it's, it's really impossible to keep up 
with as many people that are talking in the chat. Would I have to be like, oh, only subscribers and chat only? Mm. Like, I don't want to do that, and I don't want to stop people from chatting. Um, but I'm always worried. Mm. Like, I don't want to be too big because then I won't have the same interaction that I do now. It's a it's a very valid <clears throat> sorry it's a valid point and uh, it's a real uh, challenge I guess like uh, if you have a lot of viewers and a lot of people talking how do you stay connected how do you sh how do you care about the individual uh, when there are thousands of people screaming at you <laughs> yeah it's it's not the same you won't be able to care about every single individual the same way I mean it's just that's just the rule of numbers unfortunately. Hmm. We'll have to think about that one. <laughs> Maybe we'll have an answer <laughs> oh, next time. It's a, uh, so I think a lot of, especially small streamers, would consider that a, a positive problem. <laughs> like a, yeah. but but a still, if you want to, if you're like Sarah here and you want to have that uh, that connection with everyone, every single one of the viewer that shows up and, and talk to them and get to know them and make friends, then then getting, yeah, getting two more, man, getting a big stream is not maybe something you want <laughs> in the end. If you do want a big stream though, um, I did say, you know, earlier, one of the, one of the best ways is to just um, have a regular schedule. Another thing is to network. Network is really important because people do not know who you are and they'll never know who you if other people don't network with you. That's how I found you, Obey. Um, oh, sorry. Uh, Obey, sorry. No, I was like, fine. did I call you Bjorn or Obey? Um, that's how I met you because of Bash, because I, I tuned right. into Bash. Nice. Um, I met several people who were really positive, and then I started um, auto-hosting, and they auto-hosted me, and now we basically have the same viewers, like the same supportive people oh. are on their ch our chat, because you and I, we're very similar in the, the type of streams we, we encourage and we want. So a lot of people are attracted to our specific type of stream. So we have a lot of cross people. Like some of my my people, when I rated you yesterday, yeah. followed you. Yeah, so nice. To get it to the top. <laughs> <laughs> it's networking, which is yeah, another um, way of saying making friends, I guess. Getting to know you. Is there, yeah. like, is there anything that we should talk about more? Um, we will do a, like we we're we're going to have a Q and A for the people that are uh, listening and still watching, and those of you uh, on Twitch here. We will have a Q and A with you after the podcast. But before we get to the Q and A, is there anything else we should talk about? Like I'm not asking the chat. I'm asking you, Sarah. Is there anything else we should talk about that you feel like we missed or that you want to add? to the podcast that is a typical broadcaster question to ask and i say that only because at mm. the end of any interview you ask is there anything about or anything else you like to add and that's usually when you get your golden nugget quote and you're like oh that's amazing they say no just blah blah blah, 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 blah and it's the best thing i'm like you just said no and you just said the best thing but i don't really have anything to add because I, I think a lot of times i immediately ask you the question in the conversation <laughs> But that is a good tip if you are a broadcaster and you're interviewing somebody. Is there anything else you'd like to add? It's a good good question. Good job with that. Yay! Oh yeah, that's for me. Okay, yeah. I just realized yeah, that's I'm, the, I'm the broadcaster. <laughs> oh, you are the broadcaster. I am the broadcaster. The streamer. The dreamer. I am the broadcaster as well. We are the streamers. We have been enjoying the butt out of this podcast and the stream. 
that's not the, uh, the way to phrase that. enjoying the butt out of something so does that mean there's no no butt left to enjoy because you enjoyed it out of it and anyways i'm just gonna shut up now well, go ahead the, the, uh, oh, that's, we've that's been enjoying the stream sorry we've been enjoying the stream it's been so much fun to have you uh, I hope I I hope I can have you back like in the next military base. <laughs> have you back? I'll be in uniform. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I look so different in uniform. Like you'll be you'll be in like Africa somewhere in the military base. We'll we'll have you on the pod Oberry oh, podcast back again. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be lovely. <laughs> so so okay okay, thank you thank you for. You're welcome coming on the Overy podcast and like sharing sharing you what you do and what you love to do and being a little bit creepy sometimes <laughs> like Sarah is doing faces now for those of you who can't see this and I'm trying to be <laughs> serious but I can't <laughs> and thank you to all of you who's been listening to this episode and watching we will be right with you in the chat and uh, take care everyone we love you Bye! Bye!